everyone. I'm Christina, and in this episode, I talk about the five things people often get wrong when they are building a brand new website. So these things are really easy to do when you don't have some guidance, but honestly, I've also seen professional marketing agencies make these mistakes as well over and over again. So we'll go over and make sure your final product comes out to be everything you wanted, so stay tuned. You are listening to Your Wellness Marketer Podcast, where you can find simple, straightforward digital marketing advice for your wellness business. Okay, so last month I released some a bunch of free stuff for uh, website design specifically. It's a big topic to me because it's so relevant to so many people and so important. Um, I mean, most people who have a business, they're going to have a website and it's, you know, it's part of every business plan now. So it's where also where my background started. And so it's one of my favorite topics. Um, I also have a free training that has a workbook as well that will help you map out a really good plan for your website. And it'll prevent you from making these mistakes that I'm about to talk about. I'll put a link in the show notes, um, where to get some of those resources, but, um, let's go ahead and get started. So number one thing that goes wrong when building a brand new website is not knowing the goal of your website. So there are different goals in websites, and this changes how the website's going to be built and how a lot of the copy is going to be written, how the layout will be. So it's really important to know what the goal is for your website. Um, Some people, their goal is just traffic and to drive awareness. This might be if you, like for instance, if you have some sort of cause or um, nonprofit that you're trying to gain awareness for, that's very different than a website that's put there to try and sell something and trying to gain um, clients or customers. Um, There's also websites that are just a place for people to learn about you. I mean, it could be your... uh, portfolio website or maybe you are selling products. So these are just some examples of um, different kinds of websites. And along with this also, you know, knowing the goal of your website is really important, but also knowing who you are trying to reach. You want to make sure that your website is speaking their language, not just in the copy, um, in the written portion of it, which is obviously very important, but also just with the colors, the feel, just the entire experience of the website, you want it to be in line with who you're trying to reach. So if you are trying to reach primarily women, um, you would probably have some sort of feminine design or, you know, that's just an example, one of many. But um, you want to know their problems and desires, um, especially if the purpose of your site is to make sales. So nailing these things down before you even start uh, planning out what you want your website to uh, look like and everything, you really want to know um, who you're trying to reach and the goal of your website. So that's number one. Number two is not knowing what kind of content to prepare. So the most common thing that I see in these projects is them dragging out and taking forever. Like that's typically the biggest problem. And if you follow me a lot, you know that I talk about this a lot because it's so common. Um, so you need to know what kind of content you need to create 
and or gather ahead of time. Um, This will be for yourself or your designer if you are hiring someone to build your website for you. You don't want to be halfway through the project and then trying to create all of these videos or whatever. You really want to plan for all of that because this stuff, there's so many things that can hold you back when it comes to content creation that you can really stretch out your website for several months. And it's really not a good thing, especially if you're a brand new business, because it could mean that your business isn't launching until your website is up. So, you know, to launch in February versus, um, you know, the previous October is very, I mean, that's, that sucks. So you really want to have all that stuff prepared so that you don't have anything that's holding you back from that deadline. Number three is not staying consistent with your brand. Some people already have some sort of brand. Some people don't, um, but it's really common for the website to be the first step. But either way, everything has to match. So part of building um, a business is going to be building a brand. You will have a much easier time to sell a service or a product if you have a brand in place. And one thing that will make it very difficult to build a brand is if you're not consistent. So people like consistency. It builds trust. Even if even if you had a terrible product, if your marketing is consistent and people see you over a long period of time repeatedly, they studies have shown that they will actually trust you more. <laughs> um So you are really missing out if you don't have that consistency. And by consistency, you want to make sure colors are consistent, images are consistent, the feelings people have um, when they're, the kind of experience that they're having when they're interacting with your brand, um, the copy, the personality of your writing, everything has to be consistent. And so that's why it makes number one so important, knowing the goal and who you're trying to reach. Because once you start there, if you start every initiative there, um, it, you're more likely to be consistent. But you also want to be consistent in the design, of course. So along with your website, you want your Facebook and your Instagram and, um, and just everything that you have online. If you have marketing materials that are print, you also want those to reflect your website and it all to just match and come together. Um, this even includes if you have a brick and mortar, like, the sign on your building. Like everything must be very consistent. The workbook that um, I was talking about at the beginning also goes through and helps you define these colors um, and the look and feel of your website as well. That way you can stay consistent. So number four is not having a plan for the features that you want on your website. Uh, this is really similar to the way that content tends to drag the product or the project out. The thing about um, features on your website, you know, you're going to want to have certain features, whether that is um, most people need a contact form. Um, you might want some sort of interactive thing. Maybe you want people to be able to schedule an appointment online or have a calendar or, you know, whatever it is. There's so many things out there um, all the way from that, those simple things to like client portals and everything. So you want to know what those features are um, before you go into it. Although this does drag out the timeline a lot, the biggest thing that this probably drags out is the budget. It tends to blow up the budget. So you definitely want to know and have a really good idea of what your 
envisioning for your features because you can easily rack up um, much beyond your budget. It does get expensive um, as you start adding things together. A lot of features also have a monthly cost that you want to be aware of before going into it. That way you can sort of pick and choose and you're not partially through the uh, website design and then you start getting all of these new costs and um, you weren't able to kind of pick and choose what's more important to you if budget is um, a concern for you. So you want to know ahead of time what it will cost. Um, the second big reason why this is really important is you want to make sure that you have the right features to meet your goals. Um, the goal of your website, do you have enough features? Do you have too many features in mind? Do you have the right ones? And you know how can you make a better experience for your audience with that goal in mind? Um, so you want to make sure that everything kind of goes together and it's, of course, meeting your goal of your website. So the last one, number five, is not setting a strict deadline. Like you've heard me say before, these projects tend to drag out very, very long. Um, so sometimes, you know, it's dragging out the launch of the business. So you definitely want to create a deadline and you want to make a plan from now until the deadline. This also... Um, stands for if you have a designer, if you are hiring someone out, you still want to make this plan and you want to create little mini deadlines throughout the way. And you'll have to, you know, kind of obviously communicate with your designer based on what they're able to provide you. If you do have a designer and you want to make a strict deadline, it is really, really important that you get back to them with feedback right away because there's a lot of back and forth throughout this project and a lot of your cooperation is needed as far as gathering um, certain content that you have or if you have things that you want on the website, you have to make sure that you get all of that over to your designer. Um, I know it probably sounds like a no-brainer, but these are the things that really um, tend to drag things out as well, especially with feedback. So if they send you something um, and they need you to look over it and approve it before they move forward, if it takes you three days to get back to them, that's, you know, there's going to be many um, times that they send you something that they need your approval or they have questions on. So, you know, whenever you multiply those three days or two days or even a day um, by how many times they're going to have to get your approval for something, you're really stretching it out um, a good amount of time. So you want to make sure you're really quick with feedback. Um, you know, create that deadline, make a plan, and have those mini deadlines as well. The workbook also comes with um, a timeline, and it's a calendar that you can fill in your mini deadlines uh, if you want. It is set to three months because that's probably the most common. If you have... Um, a very simple website in mind or a very fast designer or something. Um, you can It can definitely be shorter than three months. It can be longer than three months. But that's what I put in the workbook because it tends to be the most common that I see is about 90 days that people finish up a website to completion um, after starting from scratch. 
So those are the five most common things that I see go wrong when building a brand new website. So to go over those again, number one was not knowing the goal of your website. Number two, not knowing the content to prepare. Number three, not staying consistent with your brand. Uh, Number four, not knowing the features that you want on your website. And number five is not setting a strict timeline. So if you are setting up a new project or you're in the middle of one, I hope that you are able to combat these mistakes and your website ends up being a really smooth project. I think it definitely can be if you have a good plan in place and you know what to expect and what to prepare for. So if you found this podcast helpful, please let me know in the reviews. I would truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic day.